Dokey, happy hump day! It's the Lori and Julia show on a sunny afternoon. Liking that. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us. We've got a boatload of things to talk about today. So oh, do we? Let's set that ship a sailing. Yeah, do oh, we know. ever? We've got a pair of tickets to give away to go see Noises Off at the Guthrie on Wednesday, October 31st. So Donnie will be letting you know when you can call him for that. Uh, Julia, I just uh, made a note that according to you, you have something to say. Well, I mean, I'm <laughs> laughing so hard that I get to talk. <laughs> I even it was written down on the chart. Julia Do gets to talk. To say, look at no, that. I just I um, last night. I don't know if you guys we we've talked about it a couple times on this show in our passion for books that we have and the great American um, read off is happening right now on PBS. Yes, I've been it's, watching. Last night was the first time I watched it, and I sat, I slept over at my mom's um, last night, and so we watched it together, and she, we had so much fun, and she was just fascinated with the Outlander thing. How do I not know of these books, The Outlander? Yeah. It's in Scotland, my people. Oh, you was know. that talked about last night? Yeah, it was talked about books. last night is one of the books, so what they do on this show, it just... You've it, never paid any attention when I've talked about this show. <laughs> not about watching it. I've ta- I've heard Marilyn Meredith Vieira yeah, talk no, about it. Yeah, no, we've talked about it a couple times because I've seen like four episodes. It's so cool how they so they take different books from different genres, and last night it was more mythical and fantasy. Yeah. Is and the they, voting still happening? The, yes, yeah. I'm going to tell you. Okay. So what they do is they profile the book, mm-hmm. the author, and then they have someone why they're passionate about it and why you should vote for it. And it just gives you a peek into things that you've never read to see if you yeah, want to read them. Exactly. It was so wonderful. And so then afterwards, well, the voting is open it, uh, till October 18th. Is that just tomorrow? Yes. Yeah. It's coming so to it's an end. Tomorrow because at midnight. A couple of weeks ago, they profiled um, Charlotte. Web. Yes. And people made the case for that. And then, like, maybe the second week it was on To Kill a Mockingbird. Right. But they do more than one book in that little half hour. But it's very interesting. I love how they do it. Yeah. Someone lobbied for Harry Potter. Yes. You know, and uh, yeah, it is a great, great show. Last night they talked about The Shack. And my mom's like, everyone talks about that. Even you talked about it. And I never finished it. And they they talked about. Peter, you know, the New Zealand series, um, Gilead, you know, with all those creepy people. Game of oh, Thrones? Game of, no, G- no, not no, Game no. Of oh, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings. And then they talked about, I know those I creepy people. I like how people. I got your clues. I know you did. <laughs> and then they just talked about um, Outlander. Yeah. The And Diana Gillibrand, or however you say her G- name. Gabaldon. Gabaldon. My mom's, how do I not know these books? And I said, and because I was talking about what my mom likes versus what I like. Yeah, you, this would and never have been in your mom's wheelhouse. Ever. Ever. When she's like, she likes Dune. She likes the the cricket or whatever that book is. She very literary she books. Does. Very uh, and harder she was, books. She can't believe she hasn't re- read The Curious Incident of the Dog. Yeah. Have you read that? Yes, I read that when it first came up. Yeah, I, that's one on my list. And then the other one that is missing from the list is The Kite Runner. Well, you don't know that it's not on there. You know, yes, they I ha- do because we went through the entire. Oh, then did? my mom and I then sat with my laptop. Yeah, okay. And we went through all of them, and she told me which ones she loved. Yeah, and um, so I thought, yeah, well, it's definitely inspirational for book clubs or giving oh. you new ideas. I think it's a great. Uh, she likes Margaret great- Atwood, and we don't. No, I know. No, I know. So. 
that was just kind of, it was just a fun way to, to have a conversation, yes, I guess. Absolutely. That's a cool show. So if anyone can watch reruns on that or something. I think there's only like one more week. I think you're right. Yeah. Well, tomorrow is the 18th. Yeah, so... So it's you got to vote, but I mean, some of them. I hope it's going to be a reoccurring thing because they've had people of all ages weighing, uh, weighing in, in on the books, all different and genres, young adult and romance and fantasy and uh, the serious and powerful books. The books that got people reading, and for a lot of people, Charlotte's Web Charlotte was Webb. mine. Yeah, that, that was, was the one book. that got me in. Yeah, it, but it was really it's it's fun. So yeah, yeah okay. So, anywho. Well, that's cool. It that's, was just kind of a, yeah. Yeah. A well, cool you night. hadn't watched it yet. I was behind a couple of weeks. And then when I was packing for Seattle last week, I was ironing and Casey was downstairs. And I'm like, I'm going to get caught up on um, on this uh, thing. And I was jotting, you know, oh. a couple notes down. And, yeah. But you can go to, uh, what's the website? It's PBS. PBS. You know, the Great American Read. Read. Okay. And then you can go vote on your book. And, and I hope they do it again. Because I really, the Kite Runner is one that I felt was really missing. Because that I thought was a... And Meredith said on that very first episode, we it's don't have impossible uh-huh. to name, to just even make a top 100. Oh, yeah. You're going <laughs> to leave books off. Right. Because there have yeah. been... Too many. Too many good right. books. Right. You know. So it's just so that was it's just a fun thing if people wanna yeah wanna do that. I'm wondering why. Uh, are Lori, are you uh, channeling Margot Robbie in Mary Queen of Scots with your collar? You look like no, something she's out in of pain. Elizabethan. She's in pain. <laughs> I got my Tempur-Pedic neck air pain air oh, okay. pillow around me. But I did see when I saw First Man. This weekend, I did see the extended trailer for Mary Queen of Scots. Oh, it looks so good. It looks so good. Mm-hmm. It looks really good. And boy, that young, the virgin queen, Elizabeth, even though she wasn't a virgin virgin, what what was going on with her that she was so homely with the hair? And uh, I don't know. She had like alopecia. Listen, or yeah. people, the well, stress of not being able to be with Robert Dudley or something and the stress of knowing she's going to have to chop off her, you know, the rightful heir's head to the throne, her cousin, Mary. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, but it looked it like, you know, epic. Yeah. Well, I, I love historical fiction. Yeah, it I mean, looked come epic. On. I love, 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 love it. But yes, Donnie, I, um, I'm i falling apart. I think I said that yesterday. <laughs> yes, I have today. <laughs> very bad news for my bowling team because my wing, my shoulder, and my neck, I can barely, I can't even barely lift it up like oh to the gosh. side, let alone take that little 12-pound Hello Kitty ball, hold it up to my throat, because that's where I am on the pose. Yeah. yeah. And then ding, 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 you know, walk. Can you, can you try it with your other arm? Left-handed? Left-handed? Well, I've been trying to do that with a tennis racket. It's okay, doable. 12 pounds in a left. I mean, I might as well just go up there and throw gutter, gutter, gutter. I'll have absolutely no control. But I have, I, you know what? In third grade, I discovered I had weak (laughs) shoulders and arms when I had to do the rope for the presidential um, climbing thing to get. Remember when kids used to have to do that to get your presidential athletic, you know, that Uh, you could pass it. Yeah, award. And you had to climb up the rope. Certificate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I could do everything. I could do the running. I could do the leaping. But when came time to shinny up the rope, I was an abject failure. And in third grade, I realized... 
Ah, I got, I got, I got weak little twigs here, yeah. and you <laughs> we know? have to do the pegs. Peg. Oh, peg. oh, that's those peg. are even harder. Oh, yeah. that was horrible. Do yeah. you think I could do more than one peg? <laughs> one <laughs> arm, one arm. I'm hanging there by one arm. I mean, I no, I'm not going to be able to bowl, and I don't know if I'm out. I'm going to an orthopedic surgeon and everything. Wow. Well, okay. Good luck. I know. Mm-hmm. It's just pathetic. Yeah. It is. I, I do know. not like. Julia has been dealing with her. We do not. We I, do not like physical decrepitude. I'm going four <laughs> days this week to PT. I mean, we don't like it. We but don't like it. All right, listen. It's but, happening. But what we do like is our story. We can't get enough of, which is coming up next. You're hanging out with us on this Wednesday. So uh, last night, finally, in Andy Cohen's uh, clubhouse, he had somebody that wasn't a Bravo celebrity on. Right. Yeah. And by the way, the three episode arc of play by play hosted by Jerry O'Connell is over with no signs that it will be resuscitated. It was just a filler show for three weeks. So I think Andy could take some vacation. No, because it was on at a different time, but that that show was so bad, but he just hasn't had anybody on except for like, I I don't even watch him right now because it's so boring. I don't care about Bravo people. Yeah. So last night he had Jane Curtin, and from Hart. SNL and Allie and Jane or Kate and Allie, Kate and Allie, Kate and, Allie. and uh, also um, he had Harvey uh, Firestein on, you know Broadway. You know, oh yeah, he played Edna Turnblad in Hairspray. Yeah, I mean, Iconic Torch Song yes. trilogy, blah blah blah. And Jane Curtin is going to be in this movie with Melissa McCarthy. That's getting buzz for Melissa's first dramatic role called "Can You Ever Forgive Me?" About this literary forger. Yeah, so Jane Curtin is in this movie. That's yeah. why she was in the clubhouse. She okay. must be doing some press. So here she is. Of course, he has to ask her about uh, SNL because she was on in the early yes. five-year period when everybody that was iconic that got that yep. show off the ground was on. So here we go. Here's what I want to find out with a look behind the curtain. I have questions about your career. All you have to do is answer. Um, do you have a favorite memory of Gilda Radner? Yes, my favorite memory of Gilda was when Gilda came over to our house. She would come to our house on our days off to watch my husband and me. Just watch you. She watched us live. She watched you live. She watched us As a live. sociological she experiment. She, she wanted to see what it was like to be married. Wow. So she would come to our apartment and she would sit over on a chair. Yeah. I love it. And when, watch. When you were doing Third Rock from the Sun, did you know Joseph Gordon-Levitt was going to blow up the way that he did? No, but he intimidated me when he was 12. Really? He was the coolest person I have ever wow. met in my life. Back in 2011, you told Oprah that Belushi used to sabotage sketches written by women. What is the most sexist thing you experienced during your time on SNL? Oh, Jesus. Um, it was a lot, right? You know, not so much. It was it was hard. There were a few people that just out and out believed that women should not have been there. Uh-huh. And Very they geez. believed that women were not innately funny. Right. And uh, so those were the experiences that I had that were sexist. The rest of the group was great. Was fabulous. But was Belushi one of those people? Did he not think women should no, be there? No, women what? should not be there. Wow. Yeah. So he didn't think Gilda was funny? He thought Gilda was funny, but she really, he didn't classify her as a woman. She okay. was Gilda. Okay. What was your reaction she to Chevy Chase woman. recently saying SNL has not been funny since he left the show? 
You know, I only worked with Chevy for eight months, and so I don't know Chevy. Right. But I know that he behaves badly. Right. <laughs> and I, I don't know what's behind it. I don't think it's healthy. Um, and I don't think it's true. So I love wow. She was just, she, you know, yes. she's like no holds barred. Mm-hmm. And we've never seen Jane Curtin uh, on any shows or anything. And here, uh, here she is with another uh, SNL uh, answer and question. What is your relationship? Uh, what has your relationship been with Lauren Michaels as the years have gone by? Anything? Well, Lauren, um, I think it was maybe the third season of the show. Um, Lauren, when John was misbehaving terribly and I had approached Lauren and I said, you know, you got to do something. Right. This guy's going to die. You got to right. do something. Yeah. And he's, what can I do? What can I do? So I said, okay, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. Right. <laughs> and then what's the point? There's no point. So I stopped talking to him wow. because there was no point in communicating. And so what happened was that if he wanted me to do something, he would tell Gilda and Gilda would ask me to do it. And I said, sure. And she would say, sure. Right. And so that was our relationship. <coughs> really? Because they, they, we couldn't, there was nothing, there was nothing there. Wow. wow. I mean, she just didn't hold back and she was not, she did not participate in the Love Gilda documentary. Too painful. Oh. Too painful for her. They were very close, very tight. And she just was like, all I'll do is cry on camera and I don't want to do that. Wow. Yeah. So, okay, let's play the next one. This is Harvey. We're going to give Harvey Firestein a chance to answer something about Broadway. Okay. Jane, who was the worst guest during your time at... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. The That's next okay. One. Just play it. Yes. Okay. It's it's Jane Curtin again. I'll okay, Jane Curtin. Let's I'll start do that it over. One. Jane, who was the worst guest during your time at SNL? Worst oh. guest host. God, there were so many. <laughs> really? Oh, yes. Really? Oh, man. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, I had a hard time with Walter Matthau. Really? Yeah. I he came him. in thinking that it was, hey, come on, let's play, let's do all Not knowing that this show was, it was it, down to the minute, down to the second. Right. Everything had to be precise. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He's going, oh, come on, let's play. Yeah, you just, right. And it was disrespecting our space. Right, right. And it really pissed me off. Wow. Yeah. Um, there were a couple of others. There were a couple of others. <laughs> 
<laughs> do tell. But yeah. she, I know. She didn't, but how about that first time? There were so many. And uh, okay, now let's hear uh, Harvey, um, where he's asked about has he ever watched John Travolta when John Travolta played Edna Turnblad in the movie version of Hairspray? Yes. On a scale from one to ten, how would you rate John Travolta's performance as Edna in Hairspray? Um, I never see it. No! Really? I just cashed the checks. Right. Did you not see... I wrote it, because I, I was one of the writers on the show. So, oh. so um, I did see a little bit of it on the on the airplane. There's a very famous line about, about Carol Channing watching um, um, Streisand doing Hello, Dolly. They said, the longer it went, the happier she got. <laughs> um, and I, I like, looked over, and I was on an airplane, somebody was watching, and I looked over, and I went... Okay. Did you did you not watch because you were so attached to the role and you maybe wanted to play the part in the movie? Um, I didn't watch because it had nothing to do with what right. I do. Right. I, I, I've never watched me do it. I did that right. hairspray live on yes. television. I've never watched that. Right. I understand. Yeah, 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 totally. One and done. But why is Harvey's voice that way? Well, because some people have damaged vo- vocal cords. Do you think that's what I'm it gonna, is? With I'm that? I, I, I have no idea. Why. Yeah, he's got that accented. You know, is it New York? Where New uh, York? Yeah, is, there's definitely some New York, New York in there. In that but thing. Why it's so hoarse sounding? I don't know. But anyway, they kind of had a funny, funny chemistry together. And I did. I had forgotten that Joseph Gordon-Levitt was ever on Third Rock oh, so from the Sun. I didn't watch that show. That I much watched it religiously. You did, yes. I think I did watch the episode. Did they do a spoof once of the Coneheads on that show? Oh boy, I kind of feel like sure. I don't know that they did that, or maybe I'm just thinking of the Coneheads and how great that skit yeah. was. With uh, well, so here's what I just found out: Chevy Chase was on um, just a year, on a SNL. year and a half. He left halfway during the second season. Was replaced with Bill Murray, mm, who was so great. I know it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm going to look into why Harvey uh, Firestein. Well, you think about it. It is. It's voice. It's right here. It says that gravelly voice is the result of an overdeveloped vestibular fold in his vocal cords, essentially giving him a double voice when he speaks. Prior to puberty, he was a soprano in a professional voice choir. Wow. So there we go. It's a biological reason. He's got, you know. It's it's definitely one of the most distinctive voices you ever want to hear. Wow. All right, good going, Google Foo Master. No problem. I'm here to please. Yeah, okay, listen, when we come back, baby maker, rain maker, bread bread maker, and ginger manslayer. We've got news from Down Under. This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's this? What's the latest? Trending online this afternoon, it's World Pasta Day. Also trending would be Kendrick Lamar and the song Take On Me because someone mashed up Kendrick Lamar's Backstreet Freestyle with Aha's Take On Me and the songs fit perfectly really? together. I'm going to have to listen to that. Oh, it's really cool. I'll, oh, se- okay. I'll send it over to you, Donnie. Thank but you, uh, if you're not Donnie, you can go to the World Wide Web and...
Take yes. a listen. I get the special service. Yes. Uh, Nathan, for you, trending that Comedy Central series will be ending after its fourth season. And also trending online this afternoon, Pusha T. He's revealing who leaked the information about Drake's son. And he's claiming that a longtime friend and producer of Drake's, uh, Noah Forty, should be what's the reason that he found out about Drake's son, uh, Adenon. Ooh, the drama. That's what's trending here at my talk. All right, here's your forecast. It's a good one. Clear skies, 35 tonight. Tomorrow, lovely, sunny, 65 for your Thursday high. Right now, we do have plenty of sun, and it's 48 here at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. Let's go under down under for day two of the royal engagement, uh, the tour that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are doing. Listen, amazing things have happened on the Royal Sussex tour. Uh, they kicked off in Dubbo, Australia, Julia. Yes. They were supposed to visit a what? No, I'm sorry. Oh, they were supposed to visit a drought-stricken area. That's why they went to Dubbo. Yes. Two bees and take a tour of a farm. But... The miracle couple made it rain just as Harry took to the podium to make a speech at the drought-stricken farm. The heavens opened and torrential rainfall came pouring down. She is the patron saint of rain and trench coats. And there were a lot of photos of Harry and Meghan sharing the umbrella. Donnie posted one of them. It was so sweet. She's holding the umbrella. She's mm-hmm. holding it. She's got a low-key ensemble. She's got jeans on. It's an Aussie brand. She has J. Crew little half boot with Which just a short stack heel. the cutest thing ever. Black jeans. She has a blazer from Serena Williams collection on and then a white blouse. Which is only $145, that blazer. And the Dubbo children were super jazzed to meet Harry and Meghan. One little boy could not stop hugging Harry, and then um, didn't she make them? She, she made him a banana bread. She brought baked homemade uh, homemade banana bread. Julia From Sydney, I know. Yes, she brought it. She was always raised to bring a gift when she visits somewhere. And what does she bring? Her rain. banana bread. Her and homemade rain. banana bread and rain. The mayor Ben Shields told them, "As your royal highnesses are aware, our region has been hit by a terrible drought." Yeah, and then. Everyone's drenched and they erupted in la- erupted in laughter. So we're very pleased that you can bring some of that English weather with you today. And hopefully you'll bring some relief to the farming families. I mean... That's a miracle. And then he gave a speech um, acknowledging the hardship that the lack of rain has brought to him and, and not to suffer in silence. And then he shared about how he suffered in silence as a 12-year-old boy when his mother died mm-hmm. and how much that impacted him. He's being very very personal in this speech about, um, you know, that he didn't seek counseling and, until he was in his late 20s. Right. And I, so he's been very open about that. And um, we posted photos. Yeah, we did post photos. They look so photos. cute. He also had. I'm just he, looking for the baby bump and everything. Oh, I know. <laughs> you can't really see it because she's got the nice baggy blazer on. She's at that weird point in the pregnancy where you just look like you are full or you. Just ha- right in the middle because her face isn't full. Her ankles aren't no, full. She's glowing. Yes. But yes, yeah, she's probably. The top of those jeans are unbuttoned. 
you know. Maybe, and she's got and a white, she's got a white blouse. blouse over it, yeah. and then the coat over it. Harry's casual game is point okay. on, Lori, and his shoes that he wears wallabies. What if they? What if I they named it. you an honorary aunt? <laughs> I mean, I seriously feel because you couldn't have his, you know, seed in your loins, so you could be. I mean, you wanted to marry Harry. You've been in love with Harry for I, I, years. I, I'm a fan of Harry. I'm a fan of Harry, but I'm a fan of Harry and. Uh, and Megan, I think they're so cute. And then he, they're so cute. I mean, she, they were giving hugs and kisses and the people were really like, it meant a lot that they came to wherever the hell double. Did you see they landed the plane? They get out of the plane. The people are right there. Yeah. Yeah. And the plane is right in the backdrop. And then they're going to have their, in parts of Australia, when you land in these small places, like we landed, we went, we were in Perth and we, we went down to some vineyard to see the London Philharmonic play at this fancy vineyard. And we go down in these four seater planes and we land on the red packed earth. And as we're landing, what's jumping alongside? Kangaroos. Yes. Wow. You know you're landing in the bush when yes, the kangaroos indeed. are just hoppity hop, 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 and there's nothing but wind socks up. Oh, you know, so and one cute. tiny little tower. So. Yeah, they were hugging, and uh, yeah, definitely these two are going to be on the cover of People magazine. People is already dropping little quotes from, like, this is so, like, who believes this? Some of her friends were caught off guard by the timing, Um, but everyone was so surprised it happened so quickly. I mean, come on. We knew she threw away the pills at least in April or May. Oh, of course she did. Yeah. Don't you remember that when you were first trying to get pregnant? Didn't you go off your pills like, like because you were thinking, "Well, I've been on it a long time." No, you know, I didn't or, go off till I was married. Okay, but because I didn't want, yeah, but still immediately, yeah. Did, and then I'm like, "What's up? Why is nothing why, happening? Because why have I tried not to get pregnant all my life, and now I want to get pregnant and I'm not?" Be, yeah, and I just remember, I don't know if it's a uh, old wives' tale, but they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, get off the pill." You know, just so your body can get back to cycling and right. ovulating and in doing time. the things it's supposed to be yeah. doing. Yeah, and you know, Megan's probably been on the pill or something like that. You know, she's thirty-seven, like for a long time. You know, so she just threw that pack of pills away, maybe on their wedding day. You should mention when he made a rare break in he protocol. Did. He took Talk a picture. That. He took a picture. You're not supposed to take selfies with the royals. They are not yeah. supposed to be in pictures. Right, right. But they ran into someone that looked like a mini Megan. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. A mini Duchess of Sussex. And so they took a she picture. She does look like a 10-year-old Duchess. She does. Yeah. Megan. So they took a picture with her. Aww. They couldn't help it. Oh, that's so cute. But, um... She just looks so darling. I, you got to follow this on Instagram, Julia. It's Harry underscore Megan underscore updates on Instagram. Oh gosh, That's where that photo was posted. This is an Insta account that is really on top of it. You know, if we need to, you Some know, more? follow new people on Insta. Okay, so this boss oversized blazer from SerenaWilliams.com is $145. I just want to see it's what it's out. made out of. No? It's sold out already. Well, you can buy it in an extra small. Okay, <laughs> right. And how many people are wearing it's extra small? It's polyester, it's rayon, and spandex. So that's the blend. I was wondering what the blend would be. Yeah. Unbelievable. Well, it's, it's a very nice... cute. Yeah, I mean, you know what... I... And it's fitted I, and it's a little longer. It's darling. Do you think so? I Lori, think it I looks, think it'd be cute on. 
All right. You know I what? love lasers. I, Julia, I do too. But when I see one this big with well, this over- big of pockets, it makes me think of all the Julia Roberts way we all wanted to look in our I big baggy David those. Byrne jet coats that were so humongous. I liked them. They do nothing for you. They don't I know. I would belt shape. it. I like it. I would belt it. <laughs> but she is, like you said, 16 weeks pregnant. She doesn't want anything fitted. Right. So this is perfect. But to me, it's kind of, I don't know. She, a, she is a big fan of Serena's clothing. Of course. Well, they're and big they're fans big of each friends. other. Yeah, that's so true. That's, that's, true. that's always yeah. going to help. Yeah. And now the extra small ones. I mean, that probably, you know, I mean, who knows how tiny that is? I know. You know? Teeny. Right. Teeny like, tiny, Lori. Like, I might like it for the length, but then when my um, when the sleeves come up to just a little over my elbow and it becomes a three-quarter length <laughs> blazer. Right. That might happen to you. That totally would happen to you. I know it. I know. Well, that has happened to me with blazers. Because you have the... I kind of have... You have long arms. I have long arms. When you're walking, they drag, you know? That's why you, she doesn't have hair on her knuckles anymore. Oh, my God. You just drag Jesus. along. She's just waddles. Yeah, that's yeah. Me, right. Okay, no. can I give you a notable obituary that was going viral? Please, because this is... It's unbelievable. It's, it, it really is. It's unbelievable. And it's also, you know, people who... If you've got uh, someone in your life that, um, you know, is struggling with addiction of whatever kind it is. And by the way, I will say this about that, the haunting of Hill House. They're like treating the one son's addiction. Mm-hmm. It's so powerful the way this is sh- the Netflix show that's too scary that's for scary. me to watch. Yes. But they're just showing it uh, the way people treat someone with addiction, like with disdain and scorn and judgment. And you think, God, would someone say that if you came to them and you had cancer? Cancer? Yeah. yeah. You know, I that's been kind of powerful mm-hmm. other message on that show. Yeah, but it's the Timothy Hutton character. Yes. Okay. So here's the obituary, and I'll 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 shorten it up. Our beloved Madeline. Died on Sunday, October 7th. While her death was unexpected, Madeline suffered from drug addiction and for years we feared her addiction would claim her life. We are grateful that when she died, she was with her family. And it gives some, you know, things about what she was like as a kid. She performed. She was in a dance troupe. She loved to ski and snowboard and swam on the YMCA. When she was 16, she moved with her parents from Vermont to Florida to attend a performance art high school. Soon after, she tried Oxy cotton for the first time at a high school party and so began a relationship with opiates that would dominate the rest of her life mm-hmm. love that honesty mm-hmm. my gosh um then she says uh you know it's impossible to capture someone in an obituary especially someone whose whole adult life was defined by drug addiction in a system that seems to have hardened itself against addicts and is failing them every day she befriend and delighted Cops, social workers, public defenders, and doctors who advocated for and believed in her to the end. She was adored as a daughter, sister, niece, cousin, friend, and mother. She loved her family and the world more than anything. She loved her son. After having her son, she tried harder and more relentlessly to stay sober than we've ever seen anyone tried anything. But she relapsed and ultimately lost custody of her son, a loss that was unbearable. During the past two years, her disease brought her to places of incredible darkness. For 12 days this summer, she was home, and for most of that time, she was sober. For those 12 wonderful days full of swimming, Disney movie, family dinners, we believed, as we always did, she would overcome her disease. Right. 
and get a new life for herself that she deserved. We believe this until the moment she took her last breath, but her addiction stalked her and stole her once again. If you yourself are struggling from addiction, know that every breath is a fresh start. This is all in the obituary. I know. Know that hundreds of thousands of family have lost someone to this disease are praying and rooting for you. Know that we believe with all our hearts that you can and will make it. It's never too late. If you're reading this with judgment, educate yourself about this disease because that's what it is. It is not a choice or weakness, and chances are very good you know someone's struggling. And that person needs and deserves your empathy and support. If you work in one of the many institutions through which addicts often pass, rehabs, hospitals, jails, courts, and treat them with the compassion and respect they deserve, thank you. If instead you see a junkie or a thief or a liar in front of you rather than a human being in need of help, consider a new profession. Mm. It just moved me. I know. Isn't that unbelievable? Mm -hmm. So raw and so honest. It's like the the woman, you know, up in Duluth Mm -hmm. posted about her sister. So anyway, I'll tweet that out because people may have seen it. It was kind of going viral a couple days ago on Monday, I think. But yeah, really, that was really so powerful. It really was. Yeah. All right. Listen, we come back. Oh, oh, we we need your help, people. All right, gang, thanks for hanging out with us today. Another sunny day, thank goodness. Um, It is hump day, and um, for some reason, we are, you are invited to a ton of fall kind of winter weddings. I have three weddings to go to in the next, in the next two and a half months. Yeah, and I, including my bonus daughter's wedding. And I'm having a shower for her, and Mm -hmm. so I was looking last night, you know, at gifts to buy her for the shower present, and I, I didn't like what was left. And so I just wanted... I, Who registers, though, for shower gifts? Well, I just... You're just going to the gifts. wedding registry? The yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I, I think the shower gift is personal. Right. And you don't get stuff from the wedding registry for a shower gift. Some people do, some don't. I, I did. It doesn't... Yeah. It's not done. Well, here's what I know is not done <laughs> oh, anymore dear. from according yeah. to a millennial that works here. You're having a shower in your home. Oh, Yeah. You, this you, is my favorite line here. I love the age gap it, because it just brings us so in touch with what younger people are thinking and s- saying. And I'm just like, yeah, you're going to clean up after people and cook. I'm like, it's family. <laughs> and so anyway, so we're kind of used to doing right. that. I yeah. like who's going to go to a restaurant and have 40 people over or something. I mean, that sounds like a nightmare. It does. So 651-641-1071. We want to hear from you. What is the like? your favorite gift you got or your best gift that you always give to someone for a wedding that's a home run? No, no, let's do, let's stick with shower though, Julia. Okay. Let's, we can do wedding on another day. It's too mixed up. Let's stick with shower. What do you get someone as a shower gift? Let's okay. say you can right. decide. Yeah. And I do, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I think, think it's showers- personal. I know you don't want to give. Well, cause it's not a theme. It's not a theme. Yeah, you- and I had like theme ones. I remember back in the day. Yeah. Like- I do think you got to be careful about giving some kind of a, you know, vibrator or something really super oh. sexy only because grandma the could be there. Right. Mom could be there. Like that would be like you bring the naughty to the bachelorette sure party yes that's you know yeah you know what i mean like you wouldn't want to get some like something super embarrassing for the family right shower i think when i had mine back in the day and this was a long time ago 
I did get some wedding gifts as shower gifts. Some things that were on my registry as shower yeah. gifts, too. So yeah, I think, did, you, did you like getting a gravy boat for a shower gift? For a wedding shower gift? I mean... I don't know. I yeah. didn't care. All right, fine. I feel like I had a lot of them. Yeah. I don't you think know? you should buy something you can't afford. I don't think you should, people should... Well, Go, but I mean, sometimes there is that pressure. People feel like, oh, I got to get something big for the shower and the wedding. And I just say, don't do that. Like you, someone could register and everything is north of a hundred and you got to get, you got to put on your personal thinking. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't think dream catchers are my favorite. Do we have names, Donnie? <laughs> we do. All right. Sarah is going first. Sarah, what is hey. you, what do you think? Well, I, I can tell you this much. I'm in my fifties and I got invited a wedding shower that was hosted by a pampered chef. Uh, okay. So the whole theme was that you would purchase for the bride-to-be any gift that she had selected off of the pampered chef. And? Well, it was just a bizarre happening, I thought. <laughs> yeah. that- I, I'm inviting people over because I'm selling Amway. Yeah. And then they all have to <laughs> buy the dish soap. That is bizarre. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, because, I just thought, whew. and I thought, is it my age that I'm being a friend <laughs> But it was just like you were more or less felt kind of cornered into buying well, everything wanna, that... Yeah, that's weird. I Thank you. I All right. Yeah. Because then someone is hosting it and getting free gifts from having exactly. the party. Yes, okay, they're that, getting they benefits. Were, okay, that is so bizarre. We are hanging up on you right now. You are right to think that was weird. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that was weird. All right, very weird. Ginger, uh, do you have a recommendation or a don't recommendation for a wedding shower gift? Yes. Okay. The best wedding shower gift I got, because I had two weddings, Okay, was what I got from my sister. It was a toolbox. Oh. And I still have it. She filled it with, you know, the basics, mm-hmm. and I use that thing all the time. I love that idea. That's a it great idea. It was awesome. All right, yep. cool. Yeah. A toolbox. That would be a surprise. Yeah. I bet, but well, what a great gift. You guys know each other, so she knew that you were somebody who liked to be handy. Yes. Yeah. And I, you know, had a, you know, both my husbands weren't, yeah. so it really helped. Yeah. That's a great idea. I do. Someone yeah. gave me a lady, you know, a, a hammer. I have a lady. A lady hammer. I I know that sounds sexist, but it had a smaller handle and it was easier to use. Is it the bedazzled one that we got? Yeah. We have matching hammers. I love my bedazzled hammer, but it's smaller. I love that idea. Thank you. Ginger. So if you know someone is handy, that's a good idea. Okay, Maureen. Maureen, what say you about a wedding shower gift? A bridal shower. Yes. What do you say? Okay, and it's it's very personal. I did it with my two daughter-in-laws. And what I did is I asked everybody who was coming to the shower and also any special out-of-town relatives Mm -hmm. what advice they had for the bride. And then I wrote it down and I made a book out of it. Oh, wow. And, and, And then, so it could be as simple or as complex as you wanted to. Yeah. But they, they both love it, and they actually reread it from time to time, they told me. Aww. That's really sweet. It was really sweet. Maureen, and I was really, that's I was nice. I surprised how much they liked it. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. That's super sweet. Okay. Idea. No Thank kidding. You. Thanks, Maureen. Let's go to uh, line five there, Lori. Okay, Amy. Amy, what do you say about bridal shower presents? 
I received from my aunt a framed and like beautifully scrapbooked um, invitation for my wedding, one yeah. that I had sent her, then she framed it and scrapbooked it for me. Yeah. And then subsequently I've done that for other people and they love it because you sometimes forget to save one of your invitations. You do. Yes, that's so a great the, idea. So, that's so a great idea. And you can frame it and kind of, you know, scrapbook it and make a nice, you know, maybe use their wedding colors in yeah. it. Then you have a nice memento. Yeah, okay, That's really cool. cute. Oh, boy. You know, where's, well, you know where's how, a crafty person you when know you know that we're so crafty between Lori and I, Crafts are Us. We'll call Alexis. <laughs> All I, right, let's talk to Sandy real quick. Hi, Hi Sandy. What are you Hi thinking? There. Hey, my daughter just got married at the end of August. So okay. we went through showers and showers and showers. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. If the registries don't have that much on them to begin with, mm-hmm. nobody will have any wedding gifts to buy if right. everything's bought for the shower. Yeah. Right. And while she loved getting things she registered for, the cool gifts she really loved. And one thing, I don't know how much time you have, but on Etsy, there's several makers that do longitude, latitude jewelry. Mm-hmm. And it's the coordinates of, you know, their first date or where they got engaged. And for her, it was where they got engaged. Yeah. See, I think you got thoughtful. You have to be personal in a wedding shower gift. Oh, I agree. Yeah. It needs to be a treat for the bride, something she wouldn't think of. You can't get them a pizza stone or a re-gift, or a lamp. But I mean, these are really... Or the same gift you gave the bride's sister. These are really thoughtful gifts. Thanks, everybody. But Lori, seriously, now we have to get to work. Yeah. Holly called in, and she said everybody at the shower brought in a bottle of liquor so they could fill up their liquor (laughs) cabinets. That's not a bad idea. (laughs) But yeah, that if it was the themed one, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, guys. Thanks for your help, everybody. Uh, Next week, we'll go over wedding. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I knew we wouldn't have time for both.